0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Same genius uh, channel. Any demographic
1: I identify I, I don't believe you murdered. Murder. I think an ignorant voter and a non voter
0: he he are one in he the city. Same genius that? channel. Under, Under his watch. His watch. What, what has something, he done bro? about police reform in this country? Nothing. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to Unsolicited Genius. I am your curator, Carlton Ennis, and I am joined today by the man who gives deuces to the party affiliations, Brother Craig Lindo. On today's show, we will talk about a whole lot of stuff in politics. Uh, We will talk about primetime and John Morant's behavior patterns. And we will react to Chris Rock, 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 rocking It on his Netflix special this weekend. We hope to give you something to ponder. What up, Craig? What is
1: happening, my brother? Man, I can't call it. I might spoil it. <laughs> I don't know if I heard that one before. I like it. I
0: can't call it. I might spoil it. All right. For sure. All right. But gotta be from the south though, because you can't say spoil it. It don't, it don't go. But you gotta be able to say spoil. spoil it. Don't yeah, spoil. pretty much.
1: It, uh I, I had to work on that in my little Queen's English uh foundation Jamaican. Immigrant, you know what I'm saying? I had to mm-hmm,
0: learn how to say mm-hmm, y'all and spell mm-hmm. and all the other things correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, you, I'm talking good. About, you did you know good, I'm man. About. I'm I support you. I give you, I give you two thumbs up. I recognize game recognize game. I see your effort. It bless, is appreciated. Bless. Yeah, kudos to you. So been a minute since we had you. So fill in the gaps if you wanna talk about where you at right now. But most what I'm asking is what's on your mind.
1: Or, what's on my mind is thank God for prayer warriors, you know what I'm saying? Like, thank God for the people that pray for you when you don't deserve it. You're in those people that intercessory intercession prayer for you, um, that pray for you by name or pray for you, even sometimes before they pray for whatever they pray for themselves, um. I experienced a situation the other day, CI, where, you know what? I got triggered. And I found myself in a place where I was aware, self-aware enough to realize I I was triggered, but I wasn't sure if I was enough of myself to reel it in. And the trigger had to do with somebody not, taking the time to listen to me which at my age I'll be honest with you if you're not protected by one of the 10 commandments that's enough for me to cut your ass out my life like listening to me is a love language and the only thing that would excuse you from that shit is the fact that there might be a commandment that says I have to honor your ass so you might get away with not doing it just because there's a commandment that protects you you feel me But I I was trying to get back to my little personal space, like I was at work. I was avoiding eye contact because the eyes are the windows to my soul. And I just knew if somebody saw my eyes, they they would have known how triggered I was. So I was just trying to get to my room. And this person, this sister to be specific, even though I didn't make eye contact, picked up on my energy and I don't know of where offered to pray with me and held my hand and prayed with me and prayed for me and prayed over me. So, I, ain't be, I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. It's a it was a hot dang decade before anything even close to that as ever it's, it's a decade between anything like that has happened to me. So I was very impressed, especially with somebody that only knew me for a couple of months. If it wasn't one of them co-workers that knew me for years, I probably would have seen it different. So Man, shout out to the prayer warriors, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. Um, On any level, whether you're doing intercessory prayers, you're holding your hands, you're praying over somebody or whatever it is, Um, shout out to the prayer warriors. And that's where I'm uh, That That's what's on my mind, dog.
0: All right. Well, amen. Amen. And just so you know, you are in my prayer book. I am too. So pray for me. Pray for you. Um, Yo. You are. You are deserve it of all the love I got to give my brother. So thank you for sharing that. We hear uh, God willed it and the Creek did not rise. So amen. Mm. Amen. He said, all right. So unfortunately we talk spirituality and I got to say it's a shift because we're going to talk about for all in of our it. country. So um, for it, it shouldn't necessarily be a shift, although there is the separation of church and state, but in talking about our politics, there is a distinct difference between those who follow the good book and those who talk about it. So a couple headliners or a few headliners just hopped out since last we aired. Uh, the House Ethics Committee is launching an investigation into Representative George Santos. So, you know, if you don't know who he is, I would suggest you Google him. He is, you know. It's weird to say he's a politician who lies, manipulates, and potentially cheated his way into office, but because I think that's what a lot of them are rumored to do. But I guess Santos is a little bit more egregious with his behavior. Not even, I don't guess, but Santos has been a lot more egregious with his manipulation of the facts. Um, and, and the reason I bring it up is because. We talk a lot about voting on this show. We recognize that there's, com- there's dynamics to who you vote, how you vote. This ain't one of those things. It's just realizing that the relevancy of the vote, because the folks that we're putting into office are supposed to write laws that benefit the country. But several of these folks that we have are dangerous to themselves, dangerous to the country and Santos in my unsolicited opinion is one of those in particular that he co-signed a bill that would have that would make the AR15 the national gun of the United States of America so I'll stop right there brother Craig any thoughts on Santos you want to
1: add um, Mr. Santos behavior aligns with many of the lessons that I've picked up in recent years through observation and experience that one of them is that it is not illegal to lie to the general public.
0: <laughs> right. Yes. You, you, you've, you've enlightened us to that unfortunate fact. Before. It is I totally said-
1: uh, um, because of certain laws passed in the last 40 years, if you are a LLC or a S Corp or certain companies, it is, it may be a problem for you to lie to the public. But for you, for an individual running for an office that allegedly serves the public, there is no penalty for lying to the public. There is no penalty for misleading speech. There is no penalty for following narratives or promoting narratives that you know are erroneous and or false. None of that is illegal. It is almost like politics is the playground for the grifter. And Santos is just another grifter and he's trying to, um, it, man. Politics right now reminds me of the "Who's the Mac" video, Ice Cube from the late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's. A, this is the "Who's back. the Mac" video. <laughs> yeah, it's been so long so since the I've Mac. seen that. Isn't that yeah, playing? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, Have yeah, you ever yeah, been yeah. in a hot tub? Like, this is a "Who's the Mac" video. You know what I'm saying? And there's no penalty for macking and lying and trying to get people to follow you. There is no penalty for that. So regarding George Santos, he's playing within the rules, just like that coach that you might coach against that has found every fucking loophole in the loop in, in the rule book and weaponizes it in his game against you, especially if you have superior talent to that coach. That's the only chance they stand of winning. So George, St- George Santos is, okay, granted, he's a slimy liar type of dude in my eyes. However, he's playing within the rules of the game. So what can I really say to him?
0: You know, I I beauty of this show, right? We give each other food for thought. And, you know, I don't know that I quite looked at it from that vantage point. Um, And I can't argue with that fact. Uh, what I, you know, I think what I look at the way I've looked at it is, you know, we're we allow we're voting. The people are putting him, people like him, putting Santos in the office, and they're dangerous. But to your point, if you have a system that you want to get in and you have a means for getting into the system that doesn't violate the system's said rules, and there's a whole lot of rules that, that govern our government, uh, you play the game. In, in, our, in our society, most games are played to win. You know, we could get into the, every you know, nobody loses dynamic, but, you know, we play to win the game. All right. All right. Well, let me get your reaction to this one. So, you know, Trump uh, said the election was stolen. State of Georgia was a part of that thievery, according to Trump. The state of Georgia is like, nah, we ain't with that slander. You got beer, hold our beer. So the state of Georgia is filing suits, filing claims. Against Trump and those of his life that said that they participated in the election being stolen. That's my version of it. Any news network, even all the news networks will give you the more accurate version of it, but that that's my version. So all that being said, uh, one of the things that have come out in this probe, this investigation, this suit, so to speak, is a grand jury report. That basically, my version of it, says that Fox News is not a news network. We've heard that before. We've maybe even talked about it a little bit on our show. But it's at least documented in a legally binding-ish document that says Fox News is not a news network. Why that's relevant for me is maybe we can acknowledge it and pigeonhole it and the other new news networks don't have to compete against fox for its shenanigans i realize that is me being my optimistic self displaying my optimism rather um but can we ever go back to get back to news reporting the news what say you my brother
1: uh, yes, but <laughs> okay. Way ahead of the public. Going back to what I said before, it is not illegal to lie to Gen Pop. Okay. Right. So, a couple things got to happen. Over the years, the lines got blurry. It, it became difficult to differentiate between who was a journalist and who was a pundit. Mm, okay. Pundits are not journalists. They get up on TV and talk shit. Shit, I could probably be a pundit. I Are we pundits? You and I, are we pundits? Definition. Huh?
0: Are we, pun- are we pundits?
1: That's what I'm saying. We, We're as pundits. far as the definition of pundits that I know about, we could probably get categorized there, but we're not journalists. I'll be
0: your pundit. No, I ain't no journalist. I I'm
1: ain't not a gonna journalist. go to
0: school for that.
1: Exactly. I'm your mother. I'm your daddy. I'm that in the alley. Yeah, like I'm your pundit when you need some true words to succeed. Like I'm all of that.
0: Man, I, you started. Like, you started. I'm, you started the show talking about your eggs. You showing it, but I'm here for it, baby. Those you bringing up the classic. The people yo, need to know. Yo, people need to be reminded.
1: I don't hide my age. I'm proud of being 78. You don't like it? That says something about you. I don't get Like, you don't even got to tell me what your problem is. Just keep walking. But I ain't hiding my age, bro. I got way off subject. My bad. That's all right.
0: That's all all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay.
1: So, just to make sure where I was, I was supposed to be answering the question in regards to. Um, the networks, Can we get correct? back
0: to telling the news? Yeah. Can we? You exactly. said you said yes, but it's not illegal to lie to the general public, and we are pundits. Yes.
1: So if we go out of, so as long as you make it clear that I am saying this as a pundit, or I'm saying this from the perspective of, of a journalist, but what has happened over the years, nobody identifies themselves. So you have editorials and opinion pieces being presented as news. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just because they didn't differentiate or delineate between who's speaking or from what perspective was this knowledge acquired. So my thing is, it's not illegal to lie to the people. Worst case scenario, you claim a satire entertainment, metaphor, blah, 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 blah. You have a loophole out. And I think that is a percentage of what Fox is facing. However, being that they chose to participate in a news sphere, that's going to limit their ability to l- use some of those same loopholes and escapes that I just mentioned. Um, Fox, let's be honest. It's like, in the rap game, the newest rapper, you take a long time to let him in your top five and give him credibility, right? Um, you're too new to the block. You ain't done nothing yet. You got simulac on your breath. Like, Fox is new. Fox Fox came out, like, my last couple of years of high school. So to me, in my life, they're new. If you got here and you, you've never known a world without Fox, you might see it differently. I, I hear you, and you're right, right?
0: Fox came along, you know, we we are analog and digital our generation. So Fox came along somewhere yeah, in the early stages reason. of transitions. So what what does their newness mean to you? It means
1: I gotta watch you because new ninjas often exaggerate or speak in hyperbole to gain credibility, and they've mm. been doing that since their inception anyway. So imagine okay. my lack of surprise now.
0: Okay. All right.
1: They just got popping in what? 96, 98, 99, something like that? It was after Well, 95.
0: you know, the uh I want to say there's a, Whatever. a st- The Iraqi war 9-11. 9-11 is when the news started to go 24 hours, and then Fox found their niche, found their rhythm from my vantage point in that gotcha. in that space. Yeah, I mean, I everybody, remember everybody starting to chose a lane. Them. Yeah. Everybody chose a lane with 9 Um, But then uh, Fox went where they went because it was. Yeah, they went where they went. So. All right. So. So what you're saying is we can get to a space of news being news, but the people who speaking on it need to acknowledge it. And Fox we need to be is, clear
1: about who are the yeah. pundits and who are the reporters. And um, I think I know, and I believe that the information and the news serves the people more when it is not being served to the people with a bias. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I mean. I don't know if there's going to be some people that break in through these windows and doors and whatever, but if y'all, if y'all come in here, y'all better come and shoot. Um, let's just say this. It's been obvious for two decades that Fox has a red tie right wing bias. Yes. And that's not to say other stations don't have a left wing blue tie bias. What I'm actually saying is, I resent both of those things.
0: The man that get a to the party affiliations.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that makes sense. I'm not
1: gang. Don't talk to me that like I'm sense. gang. Give me facts.
0: <laughs> you and me,
1: ain't like, yeah, we, I'm not gang with them.
0: Yeah, we are not yeah, gang. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and, and never do I let my guard down and allow myself to think that I'm gang with them. That, that sounds extra dumb. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I respect your space. I appreciate you holding on to some optimism with me. Uh, speaking of gang, we got the young Republicans uh, speaking out there. They're at their convention uh, or, and, and, and basically are saying that they want the Republican elders to cease and desist on the word woke stop saying it they're begging the party <laughs> elders to stop saying the word woke because not not because they don't share in the ideals of what the topic is but What they're saying is the use of the word woke does not apply in the context in which it's being used. And it just sounds like the old drunk uncle at the barbecue who don't really know what he's talking about as he tries to relate to the, to the younger younger kids at the, at the family reunion. So uh, we did an episode where we focused in on the word woke, where it came from, how it became, what it meant in, cultural vernacular um and then right before our eyes underneath our nose noses, while we slept um some other folks took it and have been just misusing and abusing the words so we'll see if uh the young republicans effort works i know that i myself am sick of it uh nikki haley went off Uh, DeSantis has an entire movement predicated on it this event that they were at is called the CPAC it's the uh, conservative political action conference so where the gang gang the gang gang likes to get together Um, but hearing word come out of some folk hearing the word woke come out of the mouth of some folk make me sick to my tummy so let's see if the uh, young republicans can get the old
1: folks to stop it thoughts brother lindo um thank god they said some dog i've been listening to this so i was like yo come on dog come on come on come on keep it a buck with me see <laughs> how we're from that generation where the minute you heard a teacher Ugh. a counselor most aunties and uncles the minute they regurgitated or reused a slang that we had popping, that slang was dead. Am I tripping? No, you like we come it. from that. You come like it. yo, oh, Mr. Tucci, PE teacher, he used that slang. Oh, I'm never using it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do say Hollinger. Name all the teachers' administrators. The minute one of them Duck behind, nerdy behind adults started using the same slang terminologies that we were, it was dead. Now, I happen to think that is part of the reason why DeSantis and the rest of his duck sauce cronies started using this word is to, is because they know that, like, there's a percentage of us. The um quote unquote backpackers of the group that's gonna like be disgusted by using the word once we see his extra chromosome ass start using it. Right? So, so that's kind of that going on there. That's okay. one. Mm-hmm. Two, um, I'm glad the young because it it lets the it lets us know that they're aware of strategy. If you, cause right now, if you pass a certain age and you, oh, I'm anti woke or oh, woke this or that, bruh, you are just being passive aggressive, white racist. Anti woke is just a euphemism for anti black. No matter how many levels you water it down just to make yourself comfortable to say it, that's what it is at this point. Especially in the state of Florida, with how it's used. Both in conversation and its application into attempted policies. Even though many of them have failed, most people across the country won't even know that they failed. They just hear that, yo, DeSantis did this. Even though it failed, it was enough to be a um, dog whistle across the country. for other people like him or that think like him think please understand even looking at the issue with school curriculum and history and um crt ctr whatever that was never ever ever ever, ever 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 a florida fight he heard about a texas fight wanna win Texas voters for his national campaign. And then that whole show about CRT was to win over Texas voters and other like thinkers in terms of all of those people that were against CRT in the states where the debate and the argument first began. That was never an issue here in the state of Florida. I'm saying that as a 20 year classroom educator. He made up that argument And brought that argument into Florida, even though it was never really here.
0: Well, what you hear, ladies and gentlemen. And that's straight
1: out the 48 laws of power.
0: What you hear, ladies and gentlemen, is Craig Lindo dropping game. And on that, we'll be right back. This is Unsolicited Genius. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Genius. I am Carlton Ennis. I am with Craig Lindo. What in the sports? All right. You know, I'm a primetime fan. He was my hero as a kid. I respected what he did at Jackson State. He may have said a little bit too much for my preference. Um, Not that, you know, my opinion matters to him at all, but I wasn't a fan of the statement made about his recruiting tactics, not because I'm saying he's wrong, but, you know, it, it lacked a little layer of cooth. That was my dad's word. He liked to say couth. He, well, he liked to say, son, you have no cooth. But um, on the converse of no cooth is cooth. And so it was missing something. And for those who hadn't heard, I'm paraphrasing, but Deion Sanders alluded to the fact that, you know, in his recruiting for for defense, D-line, those hungry positions, he looks for kids to come from single homes uh, when he wants a quarterback. You know, the mother-father-dual-parent household needs to be, you know, is what he looks for, GPA, some other things. Not to say there's not validity in the psychology. It was just one of those things that felt icky to me. Um, Rich Eisen is, is that dude is who he was doing an interview with love Rich Eisen NFL Network it used to be ESPN I, I'm a Rich Eisen fan um it's just I feel like I, I I don't know if I expect something different I would like to see something different in all the attention that Deion Sanders garners um that being one of the things that he said just didn't sit right with me so That is my perspective. I own it. Not right or wrong, just is. You have any thoughts on what primetime said and or is doing out there in Colorado.
1: It's a typical conversation just that just happened to get on record this time. Okay. Okay. Like let's be clear. I'm not coaching on the same level that Deion Sanders is. He's coaching college athletes in incredible shape, arguably at the, top, at the peak prime of their life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I coach middle school into high school. But you know what? A couple of those, uh, there's coaches in this community. Here's the thing. There's a couple of high schools. Here's how I know how I'm having a good season. If I'm 3-0 and at my, at my middle school team, right? And I see certain coaches walk in with their logos on their shirt and their collared shirt, their little nylon dry fit shit. That means not only am I going to have a good season, but I have monsters that everybody else is looking at because this dude is coming from the other end of the county with that little logo to come sit in my gym and watch his Jit play. You understand what I'm saying? I hear you. I coach middle school dog. Right. It's the system. OK, so. What I'm saying is, in these conversations, some of the converse, some of the things I have, yo, they know enough, like little things, like, hey, the height gene, usually, usually, not always, is passed on from the opposite sex parents. Hmm. Science. They Science. know enough genetics to say shit like that, or even things with certain things that are true with. Let's be honest, puppies are true of humans. He got to catch up to them hands and feet. So, like these, these coaches, when the parents are not around, the way they talk to me, like, yo, he got big hands. Yo, what does uncles look like? What do the men on his mother's side look like? That's an indicator mm. of height and growth. da 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 right, yeah, a little bit about the daddy, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they ask different things. So I just feel like, and as far as hungry athletes go, yes, it's something we don't usually say on, on paper, but say on record, but your circumstances sometimes often is an indicator of your hunger on, you're just hunger to be great, whether it's yeah. on the field or court or off. Right. Because you got, it, like, how can we criticize that when how can we criticize him looking at it like that when everybody that's criticizing him probably has a book on their bookshelf that tells them hey what's your why why do you do what you do what's your reason <laughs> okay that's not different okay okay you see what i'm saying that's not mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. like what you saying so for me Yes, there's going to be certain athletes due to their circumstances that's going to be more hungry or more aggressive than others. And depending on their position, it might benefit me that they're more hungry and aggressive than others. So even though what we heard might not be pleasant or palatable to the ear, he was speaking directly to the motivation and internal lo- uh, locus of control for many athletes. So whatever, like if I'm a trip out about that, you know what I'm saying? Like, what about the 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 varsity coach that thinks my my eighth graders' hands are too small for eighth grader? You know what I'm saying? Or Damn, he in eighth grade and all he wears is a nine and a half. He ain't going to grow anymore. I'm not going to invest energy in him. Or he won't grow enough to be, to matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, we can't act like we not out here doing it. When cats buy puppies, I know cats that turn the puppies over on their back because a submissive puppy will stay on his back. A dominant puppy will fight to turn over. And so now you could differentiate between a puppy with a dominant personality and submissive one. Look at his paws. Is he going to have to catch up to them paws or is he going to be a small dog? I used the same junk, bro. It, it just so happens that it got on record. So whatever, I don't care personally. It's, I've heard way worse coach speak that sounds like we're talking about Cattle and product and whatever. Like what yeah. Dion said, like it only made my radar because the media made it make my radar. Personally. Yeah, you
0: know, it, it showed up in the group chat, right? Um, but I I, I feel you. And, and and you're right. There it does get to cattle speak. Um, talked last week about the uh combine and you know the
1: idea of like not that.
0: doing it, et cetera, et cetera. So, no, I, I hear you, and, you know, it's not a, you know, you and I are not debating we're just reacting. Yeah. No, um,
1: I'm, I'm just think, sharing my, my little thing. Yeah, about yeah, y'all.
0: no, because I, I think, you know, we got people on the other side. You know, you and I fans. We have people on the inside. So we know that there's uh, unflattering talk that happens. Um, so, you know, to your point, we heard it and have reaction to it. Everybody... Has a right to land on it where they land. So I got another one for you, though. So we we move sure. on from prime time. I got another one of my favorites. Actually, I'm a big John Morant fan. Right? He, my son was like, who Who's your favorite player in the, in, the, in the NBA? And you know, love my Heat. I'm mad with my Heat. So none of them could be my favorite player right now. Nobody on the Heat, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know. Jimmy's an elder statesman. I, I, he's grandfathered in. He's proven it. He, he, he Jimmy has has been they he's been three o five It's Wade county, but Jimmy has earned the three o five stamp. But my favorite player is still will be Ja Morant. But my 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 boy in trouble. My boy he he if he's not in real trouble at minimum he has. Some troubles he's he, you know, that need to be ironed out. Uh, in particular, I, I can't even speak on this fight that he had and what say who said teenager that he beat up, got beat up. It's out there. I don't know nothing about it. I'm not talking about that specifically. But with that in the backdrop, fast forward to you know a few days ago, he's on the internet. Uh for having taken a video of brandishing a gun in a club while in Denver, so still a fan. I hope he work it out. Want your reaction, but you know what? It took me back to is uh, TV sensation Charles Barkley when he was in the league. Barkley stayed in trouble, and he had the commercial about I am not your kid's role model, which we gave him that space. So give Barkley that space back in 1999 something. I give John Moran, favorite player, hero to the people, put $500 on the waitress tip in the diner that's on the internet too. But the gun brandishing to do what, to say what. I know you're getting clowned. I know he's suspended you know all that stuff, but it's a lot I get you know I give him youth, I give him learning, I give him hope that he figure it out I hope the the entourage thing he talked with LeBron don't let your entourage get you caught up, whatever that is uh but John Moran is you know he own one or two right now
1: what's it mm-hmm. uh first of all, going back a few months to a couple of years to when people were praising his dad like to be quite honest I see every I see a lot of people taking that back and people regretting they even said that, that shit because right now yo job ja, you making your father look like a complete duck bro how you got your daddy in your life and you out here acting like this like you are like it just looks crazy to me you got uh, you got your daddy and a million bucks, and this is how you behaving, dog. You sh- uh, look. I'm not saying you should be pistol whipped with your own pistol, but that's the level you're on. You're sh- yo, you're pooping out the whole bag, jaw. You're living everybody's dream, and sh- and pooping on the dream. You were somebody that I liked and that was one of my favorite up and coming players. Now. I point to you as an example of how to fuck it up. Like within the last week, my students had brought up John Morant. I was like, yeah, that's a great example of how to fuck up a good thing. Here's how you shit on a million. (laughs) So look, I don't know you, John Morant. I wish you the best, but at the same time, if you turned out If this is the path that you're going, like, look, I'm just going to, when I open my team meetings next year for my players, I'm just going to use you as a textbook example of a bad decision maker. And why, when I'm picking a team, I want to avoid bad decision makers because their bad decision making off the court will lead to them being not available for us on the court. He's just a new textbook bullet point. He used to be somebody I cheered for a few weeks ago. That shit faded. He's just a textbook bullet point now with my middle schoolers and early high schools about how to be a crappy athlete, a crappy multifaceted person. Like You could be a great athlete and be not handling your business outside of that. He is an example of that. Oh, yeah, you're a great athlete. But outside of that, these are all the behaviors you do to make sure that you don't have longevity and consistency at an athlete. See John Moran. Dog, I already even started writing the fucking script and testing it out with some of my some of my um athletes and students and student athletes, man. He's he's a bullet point now. I'm very disappointed. And Dog, you make your after after all them videos with your father busting his behind with you, and you out here doing this now, like, jaw, you're officially a fuck up.
0: <laughs> Did you just give him the side eye? Was that the side yes.
1: eye? <laughs> yes. Fordham it might be a first i Marantz, don't know if i've, I know if I've seen
0: a, i don't know if i've seen a virtual side i but you you just pulled <laughs> it off so shout out to you on that one all right now you know all sparing uh you know love hip-hop and the way the game goes so i think you know i had to bring his father into it you know there was some drama with uh his dad and and shannon sharp and you know you know all this stuff. It's it's a lot of stuff, but you know I think disappointment is a good word. He don't owe us anything, but from the fans' point of view and and what you like, what you hope for, and what you see. Um, but that's where I come back to. Whatever it is that's twirling around in his in his brain, I hope he I hope he gets it resolved and can you know resume what appears to be a great career
1: word quack quack you're moving like a duck tighten up no seriously like i don't have sympathetic words for you all right you hard body all right here's the message you're fucking up if you hard body then you understand that right you are here trying to act hard body all right job you're a fuck up change it that's a hard body message how much detail you want
0: Say less. How about that? Say less. All right. Are you entertained? What have you been listening to? Now,
1: do you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Love unlimited orchestra.
0: Love unlimited orchestra.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Let that King Kong beat. Come on. I know what you're gonna do. <laughs> <aí coughs> do. <laughs> Stay da, 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 out of my business. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been the last week and change. I've been, except for my workouts. um, I listen to a lot of instrumental music. And so that fluctuates between John Coltrane. But most recently, I've been getting hyped to sell off the Love Unlimited Orchestra. And you may remember them from their collaborations with Barry White right mm-hmm. and so that's what i've been vibing off um unless i'm on the bench like for reason for some reason when i'm on the bench i need to hear j electronica andre 3000 and i uh, and uh black thought so my bench press is that's what i'm listening to when i'm on the bench there's like a a, a group of seven to eight specific songs from those guys that I listen to. Outside of that, I ain't really been going out of my way to listen to any lyrics. It's been all instrumental, love unlimited orchestra. Um yeah, John Coltrane. Um that's a go-to for me. And um yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it, dog.
0: Tight work definitely like spaces. Sometimes just don't give me no words. Let me just feel that energy. However it moves me. So I've been on, um, I, I went back to spend some time with AT aliens. I said like that, you know, I've always played nice. outcast outcast favorite group, three stack big boy, love them. Aquarius, all that, whatever. Right. So the playlist, my favorite, but I love outcast to know me is to know that. So I spent some time with AT aliens and, you know what? What really jumped out, besides the age and what they were spitting game, the way they were, was intros and interludes, man. Intros and interludes and outros.
1: That's have 90s, become
0: though. a lost art. Is that is that
1: a nineties thing? Is it just done done? Um. To find it as commonplace as we did in the 90s, I think that part is done. Every once in a while, I'm scrolling and I listen to the album on these young cats, and they might throw like a really good skit or interlude in there, or god forbid they go 90s style and they rap. For like 132 bars in the intro. Right. I like right, that too. Right. But I
0: have heard that, man. Jay-Z used to be the king of intros. I don't, he used to have the intros. Jay-Z used to come mm. in with some intros. I don't remember if he had a lot of interludes, but he carried the intros into the, the 2000s. 50 has some stuff on his thing. Uh, you know, they they were there, but the, the 2010s for sure, I feel like they are have been gone, if not gone altogether. I cannot think of an intro and skit of recent memory. Good
1: albums, hot albums. Maybe Kendrick, I think part Kendrick. of that has to do with how music is now consumed, my bro. Like the streaming era has changed a lot of that. Like can't do an intro. Well, most people never hear it. Like a lot of cats, they 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 open the album and they only download the song with a star next. May they,
0: they, they, you right, you right, because I, you know, you're right. I've had this discussion. I got homies, same age group, so it's not ageist. Um that, you know, they'll start the album, but they only go back to the actual songs that they like. I am an album person. I seek out albums, I want. The hidden gems on the albums, including the classics from the past, present, future, the, the top 40 tracks that everybody listened to. But I, I want the album experience. That's me. That's just how I'm wired It's in my DNA.
1: What but, happens if that album wasn't built around a theme? It's just a collection of songs. See, sometimes that's a criticism. Theme. That's yeah, so like, that mm-hmm. to pimp a butterfly. I'll be honest with you. I always listen to A Pimple Butterfly or try to listen to A Pimple Butterfly from beginning to end.
0: You can't pause. That's Kendrick. Kendrick. The Rogaine. miseducation
1: of Lauryn Hill. I prefer to listen that from beginning to end uninterrupted. Certain things have a theme and they do so well around the theme that it is hard to take pieces out of that theme and listen to them separate or broken up. And then other cats, I'm like, yo, man, this is just a bunch of poems and you just chose which poems you want to put on this album.
0: Yeah, This shit is no that, real thing. You gave a, that it a name a... to
1: try to make me think there was a theme, but you yeah. have no theme, bro.
0: Yeah. The, you know, and that's a criticism I would offer any album. You know, I get the album. It, it, mm-hmm. Some albums you feel the theme, some albums feel like a collections of songs. I prefer to feel and hone in on the theme. Yeah,
1: your shit is a playlist more than an album.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, uh AT Elians, uh Southern Playlistic, uh Stank On Ya, you know, Outcast added that element. Into their albums, where it was, it felt like a, a legit journey.
1: Yeah, I'm with that. Give give me an album experience like, um, I don't. I purged all the music from my phone, and when I reintroduced music onto my phone, it was only by albums that, and that was sparked by a conversation slash topic that you put out there. Um. In it's terms of what are the what are the artists slash albums that i that I'm cool with beginning to end, I don't have any stray songs like everything that's in my phone downloaded right now is a part of an album that I' am comfortable listening to from first to last track
0: I wonder what that would do I wonder what that would look like I wonder what that would look like. I I wonder how many albums of all the songs and shenanigans that I've you know checked and Apple iTunes and Apple Music and all that. I wonder how many albums, albums. It came down to
1: nine for me, dog. Make only only nine?
0: You got well nine. You know, I you know, I ain't gonna judge it. Is the J
1: Electronica be. album. Uh-huh. Um right
0: now I'm having a brain
1: fart. Um, 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 Lauren Hill, Erica Badu. Those are the only two females, by the way. Lauren Hill, Miss Education, Erica Badu. Um, the very first one that she did, um, the J Electronica joint. Um, uh, 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 uh. You know, I love Black Thought from the Roots. So, Streams of Consciousness, Volume One like if you listen to 215 you understand a lot of reasons why i love wordplay like he has a song called 215 which is the area code for his area in uh Philadelphia but Pennsylvania but yeah like it was a bunch of MCs like that i i don't i if i was to put a j album i i would start with the blueprint i love the blueprint but j is not in the collection it's really thought um and more, more guys that I just, just—it's just a different group. Like there, it's almost like as much as I love Jay, Jay's too commercial to be in it right now. That's how I see that.
0: From start to finish, All so right. no blue, so.
1: so no blueprint, no Stillmatic. But I love those. If I was, to add, I'm considering adding them. Um, it's uh, yeah, another direction. All right, we
0: may have to come back to that. I'm you're gonna you're gonna make me look at my list because whatever outcast through stank on you, the double cd, I leave the double C D out. Um what's the one they did the movie for? I leave that one out. But everything from Southern playlistic to stank on you gets included. Um uh, so that's nah, a I love
1: cast. I I see my thing with Cass is gonna be if I'ma it, it's gonna be two albums. probably gonna be um the one with Southern playlist on it, and then the um then the Diamond one, uh the double album. But outside of that, I got Commons album called B. I yes, got that was hot. I love Psy High. Sigh High, The Prince, had an album called No Dope on Sundays. Flames. What Flames. about
0: No Kanye?
1: I don't have a Kanye in there now. I did add De La Soul just because it was De La Soul the other day. I have a written testimony, Jay Electronica, to Pimple Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar, Miseducation of Lauren Ill, Baduism, The Stakes is High, and uh, um, streams of thought by Black Thought and B by Common.
0: Now, is this list can one artist have more than one album in your list? Or are you? They picking can, the top? but
1: right now, I right now this is my starter list. But they can, yes, because I could easily put two to. I could really go nuts with Jay Z because you know I'm a whole fan. So, like, it's it's easy for me to put a couple Nas, a couple J, a couple other guys in there. But right now, these are the ones I feel like I could operate even without adding the Js and Nas in there. Right. I respect it. Like, I feel like these are classic enough that I could hit shuffle and not hear some commercial shit. Because once I start adding, even though J and Nas are my guys, I'm going to start hearing <laughs> yeah, yeah, some yeah. stuff that I don't want to hear. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. commercial for me to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, it's, I, gonna I be, it's gonna be I had that, mad that I heard it. I had that on my playlist. I have my playlist bumping and I'm in the mood, and it's always one song I added by mistake. It was supposed to go over here and I put it over there. I was maybe deleted it and I added it, but it always messed up the mood. I'd be mad with me. But no, I respect we're we gonna come back to it because now you, you got my wheels turning. So I'm wondering
1: of what I have and think about it. Who of, would make I have this a bench press playlist specifically for the bench press yeah
0: yeah so you're a curator you are a playlist curator. i respect it all right so that's what we listened to um what have you watched
1: family guy
0: all right any what, what, what what uh what appeals to you about what's been appealing to you about family guy look
1: I've always look there. First of all, I think they're, they're, their 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 humor great. Um. Okay. First, a couple things. They haven't gone one episode, one season. They might have skipped one episode here and there, but the same Jewish jokes that other people are getting lambasted and plastered for, they drop them every week.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: hmm. Right. Hmm.
0: Hmm things mm. that make you go hmm
1: mm. every week without fail the same themes whether it be have to be about money and opulence or being frugal or whatever the same tropes but they're not being lambasted blasted and canceled i i for the greater part of the last two decades that's been hel- that's been a an- A not laugh out loud hilarious kind of observation for me because I see them do that outside of that they do have brilliant humor they do um draw parallels and draw your attention to things and it's the fact that it's in a cartoon you know that that lets you know it's being presented more in a way that's pleasable to the palate and easy to swallow so I mean I like the show. I think it's brilliant. I originally started watching because the baby had a football head and here I am literally 20 something years later like I'm still watching this shit. So there you go. we close to 20 years later. Well,
0: that leads me into what I have been watching because what Heard. you are describing is what some might deem as selective outrage which Chris Rock did a special on Netflix this Saturday called Selective Outrage. Uh, It was, I believe, the first of its kind uh, Netflix live streamed special. So a whole lot of the world saw it. Um, Before I start, if you're watching right now, if you're listening and you haven't watched it, however it goes, spoiler alerts. I'm going to do my best not to mess up anything, ruin anything. If you haven't seen it, I'll try not I will try to preserve that for you. But um it was live in 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 filming, it was live in, in entertainment, it was live in 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 all of it he talked about life and I think you know amongst the big ticket topic with Will and Jada. Um, there were other things that are relevant that he spoke of. So I just wanted to. I watched it. I digested it. 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 it I was triggered by thought. He talks about triggers on this. I was triggered with thoughts based on all that he shared. So I got a few points that I wanted to highlight. If you you don't mind indulging me, Brother Craig, go for it, bro. Audience, you are. Here, so you are captive anyway All right. so allow me to share my thoughts um so selective outrage looked it up i don't know if I, I wasn't able to land on the clinical definition i think we can intuit what it means but what you know a nice definition i find was when one's prejudiced or biased demeanors come to light to show their disgrace towards a particular group when another group has done the same thing. So you mad at this person for doing something that somebody else did that you are not mad about them doing. So to Craig's point, you know, we, we, we understand that the, the humor uh, being the butt of a joke is not for everybody, but where in one setting, being the butt of a joke gets the joke teller in trouble. In a different setting, being the butt of their joke does not get that other person in trouble. So um, see family guy if you want to know what we're talking about, right? So selective outrage. Chris Rock talked about selective outrage. First and foremost, the fact that he did this thing live, I think, is, is, is amazing. Is beautiful. To know me is to know I value, I value, I treasure comedy as an art. It is extremely difficult to entertain people. It's extremely difficult to entertain and make people laugh. So whether they do it on a small stage with two people or the audience on the biggest a big stage on Netflix being streamed across the world live on one night, do I, I, I can't begin to express how powerful the artistry Chris Rock put on display for us. Whether you laughed at any of the jokes, the fact that he crafted stories that made it look like they were coming off the top of his dome as he tap danced in on stage uh, while telling these jokes to, to deliver points. to to teach us, to to enlighten us, and to share with us some of his vulnerabilities in a way that made us laugh. I'll say from my vantage point, it wasn't his funniest standup. I've seen Chris Rock live. I've seen him, you know, all this said it. I love Chris Rock from, you know, the pookie days. But I think if not his funniest, I feel more point, most poignant, most impactful realist, um that I feel like I've seen from him. And so one of the things that I, t- one of my t- key takeaways, he said, we all are full of shiznit. I believe that to be true. Each one of us has a selective outrage that we choose, whether it's race driven, gender driven, Age driven, you're my homeboy from Miami Gardens driven. Whatever it is, you're gonna do something that I'm gonna be okay with that somebody else do that I'm not gonna be okay with. We right. all grew up, we all grew up with the you mama jokes, your mama jokes. The homies could get away with the your mama jokes, the strangers will get Craig's virtual side. Uh, yeah, he talked about attention addiction. Um, And and that is, Mm. that does have a clinical name, histrionic personality disorder. We as a culture are addicted to likes. We are addicted to other people's opinions. We are addicted to having other people get along with us and share in our thoughts. We we we, me, Craig, Joe Nitty, Uncle Mo, uh uh Ray Ray from across the way, the Karen's, the Joe Bidens, the 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 uh 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 Joe Bidens, the police, the Joe Buttons, the police, the Jays, we We've all been victim in some fashion or form at some stage in our life of doing something for other people's approval. Understand it's a real thing. Understand it's a, 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 a byproduct of the human addict uh, condition, but and and recognize in, in, in 2023 it is a problem. It's too much. It's too much. He talked about white men and believing that in some way, shape or form, they are losing their country. This takes me to the the march uh, protests a few years back about you will not replace us. Who's replacing you? Where are you going? What is it that you don't have ownership, control or possession of by earnings or by takings? You got it. And so. It is not anybody looking to take the country away. It's people wanting the country to be better, be better. He talked about all the interracial couples in commercials. I think it's so interesting. It is so interesting in what we see transpiring on TV. There is diversity in ethnicity. There's diversity in, uh, not gender. We always we've had that for a while, but in uh, sexual orientation, sexual gender identification, it's a commercial free for all. And I often chuckle because I know in 1980 something, 1990 something, when we were still getting up to change the channels manually, none of this was going to be on TV. You know, wasn't no booty smacks, was no men smacking men's lips. It was none of that. You know, if you showed a little shoulder, you was on the, uh, uh, in the tabloids. And so today with what we see, you know, he called it out. It's a lot of diversity on TV, which in some instances may be contributing to a, the, the white male replacement theory for those that subscribe to that. Plenty of white men we know and love we ain't talking about y'all. But there's this dynamic out there. uh he touched on the royal family. you know, I've said rIP to the queen, but the reality is they got a lineage lineage of death and devastation that is associated with the royal family. One of the fun facts that I picked up during Black History Month is how integral Europe truly is or was, is was. The historians can figure it out in the traumas that America suffers from. At the beginning, Europe is who the founding fathers were getting away from. Thought about it a little bit. The settle who got ownership, he say, she said. however it went. Europe was also the conductors and the investors of the Atlantic slave trade, all right?
1: Shadow saver, yes.
0: The dirty work was done on American soil. We have talked about that. We've seen it. We've all seen, but uh, uh, well, we all haven't seen it. Specifically Spain and Portugal. We haven't all seen emancipation, but... We've seen the slave movies. We know what happens over here. The Civil War, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King. It's all connected to what transpired on the soil of the United States of America.
1: Alhambra decree and papal bulls word.
0: But Europe moved the money. Europe was the ones backing the industry. Europe was detached from a lot of it, but Europe was involved. So I leave it at that. Something else Chris Rock talked about that we got selective outrage in the Black culture too. Talked about the light skin, dark skin dynamic. Gave a shout out to his boys, Draymond and Steph Curry. He talked about Black families' reactions to interracial dating. We know the white man don't want his country taken away. We got black people that like things the way they were, too. And so that is a real thing. Is a dynamic that we all deal with. I say love who you want to love. But when you introduce her to Big Mama, Big Mama going to have an opinion. And then our reactions as a culture, the Black culture, sticking with the the humor in the Black culture to gender transitions. We all got somebody in our family who is, does not told the traditional line, whether it's who they love, whether it's how they dress, whether it's how they look, how they conduct their lives, so be it. What we do have is love for our people. It may take a minute, but your family, we can get there. Be patient with us. Chris Rock also talked about the Kardashians from a vantage point, not often articulated in that, say what you want, they are a family of acceptance. Now, whether they are the family that makes you go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, we'll leave that for a different episode. But at minimum, Caitlyn Jenner has been accepted. Lamar Odom was accepted. Kanye West may have ruined his acceptance, but I'm willing to put a penny on it. They'll let him back in as soon as he starts sipping from that get right. Um, And the list goes on. So made a joke, talked about the daddy, how it's all connected. But that was something that I hadn't quite thought about. And he brought that to my attention. Another thing we talk about the state of our union, he and the, the divisions in, in our country, but he also spoke to the duality in that there's two sides that there's multiple vantage points to these things. It's not all one way, which he has said before when he talked about being conservative with taxes and liberal when it came to prostitution, and so he talked about this was huge, I think that. The Republicans do lie. Brother Craig said lying in a crime, Republicans lie. But the Democrats leave I'm out lie. key pieces of the truth, which, if you studied a good book, you sin in what you do, and you sin in what you don't do. And so, our two parties are not dealing in the whole truth when they talk to us so know that he talked about parenting and share some personal stories about his his daughters which I which i thought was amazing um and and it took me to uh Nas when he said you're wealthy when your kid's upbringing is better than yours and so in my Effort to attain wealth for myself and my family, though the journey not done, I can tap myself on the back. I can tap my son's mom on the back and say, we have transferred wealth to our child. So I thank me for that. I thank her for that. I thank our support system. Shout out to Grandma Willie May and the whole network. We appreciate y'all. One time, Willie May, Love you. And the last point before the big points is he talked about the complexity of intimacy. We want it. We need it. We value it. Men, women can deny it all we want, but there's real things in intimacy. But for any of us at any time, For some reasons that probably don't have anything to do with us, but for us to solve, we struggle with the intimacy. So. Great show, good points, and then Will and Jada. So personal confession. There was a period in time when I looked at Will and Jada and the header would say relationship goals. Now, I have evolved from that prior to the entanglement because I learned some things. It's, you know, everybody and every couple's boo boo stink. So, relationship goals, have them, set them, strive for them, but be they allow them to be predicated on what beats in your heart not what you see on TV and or the Internet. Cheers for that. Even Michelle Obama says there are times when she goes slap off on Barack. Now, I say how dare she, but in the name I of love, I get it. I get it. No time Barack surprised. like that. I don't like it, but I do understand. <laughs> now and what you know uh, internet it said what it said brother craig when you hop in you could talk about some of the stuff you've seen but you know i he, my clock said he went in on both will and jada for about seven minutes so that wasn't the bulk of the show but what i feel like i witnessed was him be very strategic be very aggressive be very authentic to how he feels about the situation. He stated he is not a victim, which means he was he chose the way in which he would fight back. I, I appreciated his owning of his vulnerability, in particular, his physicality, saying even if he wanted to fight Will Smith, it probably was not a fight that he was going to win. But he also chose not to strike, fight back because despite the shock of the situation, he was aware that there were bigger things at play than Will Smith's selective outrage. Okay. And and so, you know, how he spoke about Jada, what he said about Jada, who is and isn't a biatch, according to Chris. Hey, that is his way of releasing what is on his chest. I don't know what their relationship was. I don't know whatever they talked about crossing paths. 99.99% of us don't. So how he speaks of them as for him. I hope in all his journey, for his own sake and well-being, forgiveness is on the list. Don't have to forgive and be friends. Don't have to forgive and hold hang out. But if there's anger in his heart toward them, I pray he release it. He did his thing. He said his piece. If he got more to say, so be it. But I love to see him continue to rise. Not saying he has not not saying he did it. Just reacting to some of the internet's comments. That's my piece. That's my takeaway from the Chris Rock special
1: this weekend. Man. Heard. So let me let me just ask you a straight comedy question on that though. Yes. Um, if a ten is that old school. Freddie Murphy, raw, delirious. And the mm-hmm, zero mm-hmm. is you taking a nap. Where is it on zero to 10? I give it a seven and a half.
0: Because it's funny. It's funny. It's just, there's, there's I get, you know, my take, my, my take is, it's funny. There's so much depth at, the facts that there's so much depth in some of the facts that he shared that it doesn't give you a, a a gut wrenching laugh. But I think the ability to find the humor in the things is where the artistry showed up this time. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I'd have to look at some older uh, specials, but I feel like he also did an amazing storytelling job like the imagery was was also very much in
1: um, what he talked about okay um do you mind if I throw a couple light questions at you real quick
0: yeah man.
1: your opinion since the entanglement or maybe before, has your opinion on Will Smith changed and how has it changed?
0: Great question. You know, I opinion on Will Smith, uh, not necessarily, I, you know, that something happened in the last couple years, maybe attached to his book, I'm not sure, but where the stress, of being Will Smith revealed itself. So, you know, it was kind of like having an eye, it, it was almost as if it was only a matter of time, right? Before okay. something bubbled up. Didn't think it will be what it was, a slap on the Grammys, but you know, a tirade on the internet, breakup with Jada, an affair with, you know, some ran, you know, I thought it might show up somehow. So when I see him now, like I haven't watched Emancipation, so I'm not near, I'm not quick to watch Will Smith, you know, like Chris Rock said, you know, to love Will Smith, support him, you know, I wasn't a big fan of uh, getting jiggy with it, but I respect, you know, what he was able to do in terms of sales. Um, summertime is a classic forever he should he should he should never have to work another day in his life for making summertime in my opinion but to do the movies some of them great some of them not i am a will smith fan but i you know I, i can't to watch him i can't separate the noise in my head at this point maybe there's a future state where it comes back around, but to see the previews of Emancipation, you know, I'm not seeing the artists that I, I support. So, you know, I, I I hope to work my way through, through that personally. Um, But I'm not less of a fan, but I find myself hoping that, he 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 can rise above this thing.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh um, this is more on the sports side of things. I kind of feel like the next. I'm, I'm when I'm when I mean sports. It's it's a, a switch of subject. The next collective bargaining agreement, especially for basketball, but somewhat for football, it's been compromised. You got all these cats between load management or just forcing their way off of teams by sitting out or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um. I'm just putting this out there now. I feel like we should watch out for in the next CBA how the league handles it because you got a lot of cats missing a lot of time during the season. And oh, and they're getting paid a whole lot. And people are coming and paying. more than a car note for the (laughs) nosebleed and the superstar still isn't there that was the one chance of you zooming in on double with your phone and being in the same arena as him and posting it and because of the zoom in your phone you could make it seem like you were close by but he didn't play that night so now the superstar that you came to see is wearing bathing ape and that's the picture you got um, I think some of this flexibility and this sitting outness and making excuses, like I think some of this is going to backfire in the next CBA in both sports. I just want to put that out there from now. I, I don't expect you to have an opinion on it, but if you do, I'm, I'm here to hear it. No, I'm glad, you know, I
0: don't, I have feelings about it, right? Like I don't like it. I, I think, you know, Michael, Magic, Isaiah, Bird, Kareem, uh H- Akeem, um d wade you know they played kobe shack barkley if they were healthy they played now you know jordan of that you know that particular era he was the one only one always in the finals on the west coast the teams alternated the Knicks, the. the After heat, his first seven the, years,
1: he spent the first seven years getting his head beat in. Everybody forgot. No,
0: that. yeah. I'm talking about once he started making. Oh, okay. you're right. Yeah. I'm talking about once he started making, because that's, you know, three separate seasons, you know, gap in the middle, but yeah. six championships where, suffice to say, he played what, 80, 90%, if not mm-hmm. more of the games which included Olympics, which included off-season training. So, you know, you and I, we analog digital, so we came up seeing this thing a certain way. And so the way the players, the, how the players aren't showing up or, or sitting out as a fan, that sucks. Fortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately, where I live, there's not a major NBA team. I got to drive north or south if I want to see that. I ain't doing that unless it's my heat. So whether Jimmy or Tyler play, I'm at least seeing my team care less. Well, if I go to Dallas, I'm going to be mad if if Luka don't play. But that's hard. And to your point, the price of tickets, it's it's bananas these days. Uh, NFL tickets still make a little bit of sense. You could get some stuff last minute that justifies it. But an NBA game on a weekday, I'm like, it's not appealing. So, especially with what's at risk. Um, so yeah, I'd be interested to see how that plays out. I'm glad you brought that up because I did I did want to talk about that. All right. So that's Chris Rock. That's us. Uh that's that's unsolicited genius. We said a lot. We'll take a break and be right back to close the show out. Thank you for joining us on Unsolicited Genius. Before we get out of here, we want to remind you wherever you see us to like it, wherever you see us, subscribe to us, wherever you see us, go ahead and follow. That's Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh Craig is on Facebook. I'm on. we out here. We all these places. So follow us and share us. And as I said earlier in the show, if it's something you vibe with, let us know. If it's something you don't vibe with, let us know. We're here just having conversation. We all got something to learn. Shout out to super producer Joe Nitty. He is for hire. If you like the logo, if you like the sound, if you like the show, Joe Nitty did that. Um, He is available for hire. We got a thumb wrestle for it, but it, it is not for me to interfere with anybody else's shine. Thank you to our sponsors, Legacy Wear. Your legacy awaits. You can reach them, find them, learn more at www.legacywearus.com. Megacore CBD, thank you, thank you, thank you. Broad spectrum hemp derived CBD, the way nature intended at www.megacorecbd.com. Shout outs and thank yous to Aura Rainwater, Hydrate and elevate www.ararainwater.com there's some real things going on there a lot of science a lot of a lot of a lot of there's some stuff out there you might want to go ahead and hop on that rainwater. water is good and it's good for you um and a special shout out and thank you to carlton ennis coaching where they like to say be your light you can find out more about that service at com. That's com. What else you got for him before we get out of here, Brother Craig?
1: Um, All I have is thanks, man. Gratitude. I got 10 toes on the top side. Breath in my lungs and discernment. That's all.
0: Oh man, I forgot to say what I've been reading. So, real quick, I'm reading sapiens still. Uh Sapiens, a brief history of humankind. I'm not done with it yet. So I don't have my book report ready. Got some other books. I start complaining about that. I'm inundated with readings. Needless to say, it's good information, it's good knowledge. If if you don't want to wait on my book report, go ahead and hop on that. It it is it is mind, it is mind blowing. So that's That's what I've been reading. Apologies for not saying that earlier. Told y'all this live recording, so things happen. That's beautiful. Um, All right. So, before we get out of here, leave you with thoughts of genius. So, I shared what I got from Chris Rock's special uh, Selective Outrage. And as I reflect, as I often like, to do on where I show up in these things, I acknowledge that I too, like you and like the people he is referencing, exhibit selective outrage. It is something that we all do, but more so than the selectiveness, why him, why not them? I asked the question, What are we outraging about? What is it that is so pertinent in the moment that we are not willing to give somebody else a benefit of the doubt that we are willing to give another? What is that? At minimum, it is indicative of an imbalance within. Because it's okay over here, but not okay over there. And the one thing that's common is my perspective. So in reflecting on this imbalance, where can I elevate? What, What is it in me that I am able to release that then allows me to be fair, allows me to be neutral, allows me to be judgment free as I am reacting to these people, places, and things. I am one of those who listens to Michael Jackson and does not play R. Kelly. Why? Physically, I can tell you that R. Kelly lyrics make me a little uncomfortable now i see a little girl when i hear bumping crying why don't i do that with mike why am i not holding mike to the same standard is it because he's not here no more is it because he had a trial and he was acquitted is it because a lot of the stuff came out after his departure i can't answer that but I do acknowledge that it exists. So I too have my soul searching so that I too can be in balance, which either means time to put Mike down, which probably won't happen. And to give R. Kelly's creativity, some space to breathe. I could find my pathway there, but Suffice to say, selective outrage is a natural, I won't say natural, it is a part of our human experience. We all have flaws. We all have gifts. And the more we are able to acknowledge that, we can all get to a space where we can acknowledge, appreciate, and acknowledge and have appreciation for the outcome. Rageousness of it all. This has been episode 34 of Unsolicited Genius. No, 35 of Unsolicited Genius. Thank you for joining us. We are here every Monday, 8 30 Eastern, 7 30 Central. Join us next week, same genius time, same genius channel. And wherever you are, have a good morning, good afternoon. And good night. Catching next Unsolicited
1: genius. Unsolicited genius. Unsolicited genius. Unsolicited genius.
0: Craig D. Craig D. Molot.
1: Unsolicited genius.
0: You are listening to Unsolicited genius.